0: Hello and happy Monday. This is Shannon. I'll be with you this week. We are reading Isaiah twenty three one through eighteen today, um, and I'm just going to start us off with saying that I think we can never say it enough that when we're looking at an ancient passage like this, written two thousand years ago, give or take, we can never take these ideas and just slap them onto the political landscape today. Um. And in essence, say, this country is has destroyed and hurt this country, but this country was bad. And so they deserved it because God said. Um, that is an extremely destructive way to theologize. And we can look back in history and see that happen over and over again. And we can see that happening now. Um, and it's just not what we can do with these this ancient collections, collection of texts. Um, what we can do is look at them and glean truths and glean, um, ideas of God. And there's so many things we can do, but that is not one of the things that we can do. So just always want to reiterate that because we see that happening in real time. And so what I did, like about this passage and what is just kind of sticking out to me is the use of the word prostitute and harlot having to do with Tyre. Because Tyre is this port town, right? It is, um, it was before it was destroyed by the Assyrians, prosperous and a center for trade and a center for commerce and all sorts of stuff. And so um, a lot of times I think in the Bible, prostitute is like the this person who is giving away their their beauty and their goodness and all that and basically defiling it like in Isaiah 9 it says the Lord of hosts has planned it so planned this destruction to defile the pride of all beauty to despise all the honored of the earth so we don't know if Tyre was maybe Um, hoarding wealth and not taking care of everything. We don't know. Um, But the use of the word prostitute is saying that they're basically dragging their good things through the mud. And I would like to switch that because I feel like what is prostitution but sometimes forced into it and sometimes a person who cannot find any other way to meet their very basic human needs but to sell their body so they they can eat or take care of their kids or whatever and so to like destigmatize the word first of all even though we're looking at this patriarchal culture where purity is you know this very important thing, I'm going to switch that in reading it because then when you get to the end, um, verse 18, <clears throat> sorry, I have a cold, so I'm a little woah, but you'll have to forgive me. Um, so it says, and her gain and her harlot's wages will be set apart to the Lord. It will not be stored up or hoarded, but her gain will become sufficient food and choice attire for those who dwell in the presence of the Lord. And so what I do love is the redemption of her situation by the Lord in this uh, prophecy oracle. And that it says her gain and her harlot's wages will be set apart to the Lord. It will not be stored up or hoarded. So she, what she has made, what she has done, she's done her best. I feel like you could even read it as, the lord is redeeming that she had no other way to take care of herself and she did her best and now that is enough that is enough it says it's sufficient food and choice attire for those who dwell in the presence of the lord her shame over being a person that could not like this is what she could do to take care of herself in this culture there was not a ton of ways for a woman to make money um that this was enough that she is, she did her best and that that was not shameful. The Lord d- redeems her, I think, from the background of the shame of her culture for the way that she could meet her needs. So I thought that was kind of meaningful to me to look at this and kind of think through it a little differently than I have before. So I hope you all have a great day and I will. Um, be chatting at you tomorrow.